This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous Podcast on Twitter, follow the show at Strict Anonymous, me at Cartoon Therapy. If you haven't subscribed to my show, subscribe. If you could rate a review, rate a review. If you want to be on the show, this is a call and advice show where I talk to total strangers about all kinds of things. It is a call and advice show. A lot of times I give people advice. I love giving people advice, but a lot of times I'm just listening to people talk about their secret lives and and or their naughty lives while remaining anonymous. If you fall into any of those categories and want to be on the show, send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you want to talk to me and get advice or just talk about your secret naughty life, but you don't want me to air the episode, I'm totally down to do that. I've been doing that for a lot of people and I actually really enjoy it. I mean, it is the same thing. I mean, I like nothing better than to get on the phone with a total stranger and like analyze them and pick them apart and listen to their story. I find regular people fascinating. That's why I do my show. Um, But I offer that service as well for people that don't want me to air that that conversation um if we do that i charge a fee for that there's a consulting fee of 200 dollars. but if you want to be on the show and, or, or if you don't want to be on the show but you want to talk to me send me an email strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com and i today i have a guy named mitch mitch is a pantyhose foot fetish guy who and we talk all about that i mean he had a thing happened to him when he was younger with his babysitter that he has no problem with. He actually really enjoyed it. I can't tell whether like she was right or wrong for what she did, or we don't even know. He doesn't even know. I didn't know either whether she knew what she was doing because they were like under the covers. You got to listen to the whole story to really form an opinion. I do give a shout out to my listeners to like write in and tell me what they think of the story, whether you think she was like, in on it and wrong for what she did or too young to know that she was wrong for what she did. You have to, like I said, listen into the details. But if you want to chime in, let me know what you think. Send me an email to cleanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or if you're on YouTube or Reddit, just give your opinion there. Um, so we talk all about the babysitter incident. We talk about what he's into when it comes to pantyhose and feet. We talk about how he's been married twice. We talk about how he's had a positive reaction to his pantyhose fetish with one of his wives and how he's had a negative how he had a negative reaction from one of his wives as well. Um, uh, He gives a lot of scenarios, stories that have happened to him. One of them towards the end includes his wife 
and her father and pantyhose and a lot of alcohol. And you got to hear what happens <laughs> with that. Uh, that's more towards the end. But anyway, I'm just going to get right to it and be back on with Mitch. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Uh, hey, Mitch, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? Good, how are you? I'm good. So you're um, a pantyhose foot fetish guy, right? Is that correct? Yeah, 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 I'd say. And you said, and you didn't give me details, which I prefer, right? You'll, you'll give us the details now, um, that your pantyhose foot fetish started uh, with some encounters with your babysitter. I was intrigued when I heard that. <laughs> Like, what's, yeah. <laughs> what, let's start there then. Like, how did that happen? And what happened with your babysitter? Okay. Well, um, and how old were you? I was, uh, I was pretty young. I was probably in kindergarten or so. Mm-hmm. And, um, I hold no regrets to this day. <laughs> okay. So yeah, it was, uh, it was viewed as a good thing and looking back on it, it was still viewed as a good thing. So, uh, I remember this, it was very, very crystal clear. Um, it was uh, it was a Friday night, yeah, and uh, we were downstairs in the basement, and uh, I remember it was Friday night, and Miami Vice was on. You remember that show? Totally. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. I remember that, that that was on Friday nights, and it was like in the mid '80s or so. So, um, we were downstairs, and I was sitting at the uh, edge of the couch. Uh, I had a blanket or afghan over me, and my babysitter was laying down, and she had her feet kind of like towards me where I was sitting at. Do you remember how old she was? Uh, she had been probably about 14 or 15, I had to get think. Was she attractive? Um, uh, <laughs> That's a no. <laughs> she, she wasn't ugly, but, okay. you know, at, 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 at the um, time, she, was, she, she wasn't bad, I, 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 okay. I guess you could say. Okay, cool. So you're laying on the couch with your... Okay, semi-attractive babysitter yeah yeah we'll we'll, we'll call her that yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> and uh anyway um uh we're watching tv like i said i have that blanket over us and she uh is under the blanket too and she like adjusted her feet or did something and i think her all of a sudden i felt like something brush up against my arm like huh mm -hmm. that felt weird what was that and so i look underneath the blanket there because i'm i'm intrigued mind you i'm five and i see her feet and i see that she's wearing pantyhose Oh, now, there you go. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I don't know what it was, whether if it was feeling them for the first time or seeing them up close. Maybe it was a combination of both. I don't know. But I remember the uh, the reinforced stitching in them and, and uh, stuff like that. And for some reason, I have no idea, for some reason, I got, from what I can remember, my very first boner. Right, uh-huh. And it's sticking out of my Superman pajamas, and I have like a million thoughts racing through my head, and I'm I can feel my heart beating, and you know just all this adrenaline rush and everything, and uh, I don't know what to do, so I'm kind of like underneath the blanket while probably I don't know two minutes or so, something like that, and I'm looking at her feet for some reason. I get the urge, and I'm kind of thinking, I wonder what it would feel like if I rub my dick on her feet. Uh huh. So anyway, I'm, uh, it, it gets a little, little, um, 
it, it, it takes a little while to kind of burn up that 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 risk there. But anyway, I'm kind of like, well, I'm underneath the blanket. Let's just see. Let's just say I was a curious kid. So anyway, I, I go ahead and whip it out, and I lean in a little bit closer and a little bit closer. And then finally, I get within range. You're under covers, barely... right? Like you're under covers, but you yes, now yes. take you, your penis is out of your pant, your pajamas, right? That's what's going on. Correct. Okay. Cool. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I um, and mind you that you know she uh, nobody else can see me. Listen, I, I don't think anybody else can. So anyway, I kind of just like rub up uh, on the on the side of her feet there, and all of a sudden she like sandwiches my dick b- between her feet. Oh wow! And so that, she knows your dick is between her feet at that point. Well, I don't know if she knew. I, I don't know if she she knew it was my finger or what. But but she sandwiched like her, she sandwiched my dick between her feet, and that kind of startled me. So I pulled back. Yeah. And as I pulled back, my dick ru- you know brushed up against her her pantyhose, and I thought, oh my god, that felt awesome. Mm-hmm. And anyway, I. Uh, you know, that takes a little while to process. I'm kind of like, I wonder if she'll do it again. So I, I, I lean in a little bit closer there, and I do it again, and she does it again. Then I kind of like go, go go to the other foot, and she kind of like chases it again. And then we keep playing this cat and mouse game for probably, I don't know, five or ten minutes or so. Mind you, she's not saying anything. Yeah, she's just like all quiet. And anyway, a, 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 after doing this, I uh, I smerge from from the blanket there, and uh, I don't know if I needed to take a break from I need, needed to process it all or what, but I um, uh, I was probably submerged and didn't do anything for probably about another I don't know five minutes or so. And mind you, she still isn't saying anything. Then I kind of wondered to myself, I wonder if she'll do it again. Mm-hmm. So be, me being the intrigued guy was went back underneath the blanket, whipped out my dick. And and uh, this time I, I leaned in close. And I, this time I, I laid it on top of her toes like 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 her feet were together. And then, <laughs> and then she very and and, I, and for for a few seconds there, she didn't do anything. But then she kind of like like her heels were still together, but her feet made me like a V. Mm hmm. And my dick fell in between her soles, and then she slowly closed up the V, and she like like my my dick was between her soles again, and and, and I pulled out, and then I started you know, and then we started playing a cat and mouse game, and she kept on kind of like, like uh, chasing it with her toes and stuff, and uh, yeah, I I remembered it to to this day. And did and, you uh, ever? Did you have like a little mini orgasm, or I don't even know if you could come at that age, right? Well, it's a but. I, I don't um I don't think I did. I think it was probably building up to it, but yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. it quite reached it there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so it, it like built up like all the way to to that point probably and then from there I really didn't know what else to do. <laughs> right, 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 of course. And she wasn't saying anything. I mean, do you think she knew at that point after the like the tenth time of like her stroking it with her feet that that was your dick and not a finger? <laughs> well, you know, when it happened there, I kind of thought that she um, that she probably thought it was my finger. Yeah. And um, I uh, oh, this is the only time that it happened, and I always wanted my parents to get her to babysit again because I wanted her to do it again. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> And uh, throughout the years, um, um, I often kind of wonder, and I th- kind of, and I kind of thought as a kid, as you probably thought, thought that was my finger. But as I get older, and I kind of like look at stuff, and mind you, this is like a good story to bring up whenever you're drinking with friends or whatever yeah, you're yeah, in college yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And, and and they and they 
kind of hear it and they uh and they kind of think that oh my god really he's like yeah i, I kind of thought she was my thing like oh no way she knew what she was doing right and for the most part there yeah i think uh most people uh, have told me that yeah she she knew what she was doing <laughs> right right mm-hmm. especially because this is what well no i guess it, you know because like when i said oh no one talks in those situations the only time people start talking in those situations is when they're like get the fuck off me like that's what they're going to say right like if something like that oh, goes yeah. down right and it's not something that you're into someone sort of speaks up about it but if it's something like that that's happening and each person is kind of turning each other on and it's very naughty and something that maybe shouldn't be done people keep their mouth shut you know what I mean like sure yeah. if she didn't know is like if she was freaked out like because I feel like at that age a dick and a finger kind of could be very similar feeling right under the covers with not seeing it right Right? But if she was concerned, like, is that his fucking dick? Like, she would <laughs> she would say that out loud. Do you understand? Like, if I was a babysitter and my little guy was like, and I was like, he was putting something hard in between my feet, I'd be like, what the fuck is that? Because if it was his penis, I'd be like wanting to end that. I would not want that to go down, right? <laughs> so the fact right. that she didn't makes me think that... You know, she was she she knew what was going on. Yeah, she, she could have, and right. Uh, probably probably the best solution that I've I've come up with. Actually, people have told me was that um, her being the age that that it was, or that 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 she was, um, she probably saw or kind of saw what I was doing, and she probably thought it it, it could have been cute, maybe, and kind of wanted to play it along in order to like kind of like give me a show, maybe. Uh, you mean cute? Like in in a way, like she was just being nice to you? I don't understand. Yeah, well, well, well probably cute. Like, oh, look, look at that. He's he's getting hard. O- o- right, 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 right. Feet. And mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. well, let's let, let's kind of tease him a little bit and see what happens. Right, because she, she was super done, young too. Right, like you yeah, said, she was super young too. And mind right. you, that uh, and uh, she was kind of a. Oh, kind of a rebellious teen. I remember like several times she was supposed to babysit and she would have ran away from home before she got here, before the, the weekend was there. And I remember seeing cops o- over at her house because of like marijuana She was a bad girl. Like, I was a bad yeah, girl too. I totally uh, get she, it. Uh, she had that uh, kind of like bad image, I guess. But yeah. for the most part, it, uh, yeah. Yeah, so that type of personality you're saying might be like more inclined to just like go there and not in a way that maybe she wanted to like have sex with you or anything like that, but just because why not? Like you were hard, you know, it's like you said, just to kind of fool around, but not in like a way that was like she wanted to take something further with you, right? Like it wasn't like sexual. No, I I don't think it was. I think it was. No, 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 no. And it, it was never viewed as abuse or her forcing up anything upon me there. And I thought about it kind of wondering, like, honestly, is this really good? Was it bad? What uh, what really happened here? Because, you know, you hear about people, oh, I was sexually abused. And I pop yeah, pills yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I do drugs and I'm suicidal. But no, none of those negative thoughts have ever entered my mind because of that. I mean, it was just viewed as a good thing. I'm not saying that it was right, but it was just... In, in, in my experience, it was just viewed as as something that as a good experience to me. Right, as something that you liked, and it really it, it, it was something that I liked. I didn't quite understand it all, but it yeah. was just something that I really liked. Yes, yeah, and I don't think like listen, I don't think you know it wasn't like she 
sort of started anything. You were the one, right? I mean, and yes. she just kind of went went with it. And it's not like when she babysat again, she tried to make the whole thing go down. She didn't try to take things further. You know, I think somebody that was really uh, looking for more and I, because I've had some other babysitting stories on here. Like there was one, like there's been some babysitters that for sure went farther with their little boys and they were older and they did things that you're like, that was totally abuse. Yet the kid does, the, a lot of my callers don't recognize it, but you're like, that's fucked up. You know, in this situation, yeah. you're like, she was really young too. And like you said, she was like sort of wayward at that age, yeah, at that right, you know time right. in her life. And, you know, she just was like doing something. Maybe she thought it was like interesting, you know, but she it, it didn't go that far. But anyway, but it did sort of set you on, a path, right, for the rest of your life to be really into feet and pantyhose, right, and that sort of combination. Yeah, yeah, it did. And like I said, uh, she pretty much gave me my first boner that I could ever remember. Right. And ever since then, like, um, I remember, like, whenever you see like a pantyhose commercial on TV or on the billboard sign or something like that, or else when you're watching a movie and a woman steps on a cigarette or something like that, like that was like a major boner. And I couldn't like, it haunted me like throughout the rest of the day as a kid. And I didn't know really what was going on with me. Like I remember right. like, like my dick would get long and hard. I'm kind of thinking, Oh my God, <laughs> oh, what's wrong with me? Yeah, yeah. What's going on here? And why do I want women to touch it? And yeah, it was, yeah, uh, you're so little yeah, and those, nobody's explaining it to you. It is probably confusing, ever right? Explain it to me. No, yeah. no. And, and, uh, I, uh, like I said, I, I, uh, always wanted her to, to babysit again and she did and i wanted her to do it again but she never did <laughs> right it's funny because i have a kid i have my son is four right so he's like one year before you and when this started to go down and like he sometimes will be like oh look at my penis it's getting so big and like he asked me recently like why does why is it getting bigger you know what i mean it's like and you do have to like sort of explain right because at that young age you really don't know what's going on right but your dick gets bigger gets smaller you know if he's touching it it gets hard like what the th- you know so i guess it is oh, yeah. probably like super confusing for little boys i don't have a dick so i don't know how that is <laughs> but i'm assuming and, and but i do wonder like when you say like oh you know you would just see a foot on a t a commercial right and it's got pantyhose and you'd get a hard on i wonder if like a guy who can't do that is like kind of jealous like that they were because oh. it's such an easy thing but <laughs> yeah. in a weird way it really is an easy thing to get turned on by i mean you know some guys need a lot more than that to get a heart on right like if for you it's like you could see that anywhere you don't never had to go get porn like you could get the macy's catalog right i'm assuming oh god yeah, yeah i remember i always wanted i always waited for the jc penny's catalog to come right. out the fall, and yeah i would uh i would uh i would steal it there and run up to my room and i always r- rush toward the pantyhose section there and i, I would uh <laughs> yeah i would I would be jealous if I was a a guy that couldn't get turned on by that because you had a lot, you had a lot more porn and stuff available to you, right? Without having to like go and get something in a brown paper bag, right? Back in the day. If you're like talking about Miami Vice, you're like from my generation where there was no porn, you know, like things weren't as easily accessible. Yeah, there was no internet or anything like that. And we grew up in a pretty, um, stable middle class family too so yeah was, so the, uh, base, the jc was catalog nice was there without yeah, you having it, to really worry about anything yeah it was yes 
and um, um, it, having that kind of turn on so instantly was kind of like a blessing and a curse, I guess right. you could say. Mm-hmm. Because you get turned on when you didn't want to get turned on. Oh, and, right, and you're getting uh, hard ons like in people. Yeah, right? <laughs> like uh, like the teachers, for example. Oh my God, I can remember so many times in class there, I'd get boners and not know what to do, or else. Uh, I'd be I know teachers. Of- if you're listening to this story, these stories, or you listen to my podcast, don't take your shoes off at in class if you don't <laughs> want your. Because you know how many people tell me like, oh, and my teacher took her shoes off and she just sat there, you know, and you you totally know that that teacher was not was just thinking like, oh, I got to get these high heels off, right? But never really understanding that like if there's like a foot fetish pantyhose guy kid in the room that that's triggering them. <laughs> Right? Because that's what would happen with you, right? You would see teachers, like, situations like that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that was was, uh, definitely that way. In fact, I can remember, um, let me see here, we were traveling to uh, Washington one summer, and we stopped by at a restaurant, and the hostess was wearing a, uh, it wasn't a short skirt, it it, it was like a, it was an acceptable short skirt. It wasn't like short, short, it was just acceptable short yeah but i remember she had uh she had black pantyhose on and uh, high heel shoes and i remember we we got in a booth that that uh was like just adjacent from where uh, the uh, the cash register was and i remember her standing there and like talking to people and i remember her taking her shoes off and like uh wiggling her toes inside her feeling her toes and i remember my dick got instantly hard and it snuck its way through the uh, fly of my shorts. Oh my god! And yeah, and uh, <laughs> and I, I didn't know what what was wrong with me. And I remember I had so much of an adrenaline rush and a boner going on that um, that I remember I barely ate my uh, my uh, dinner. Right. Because you know you had there was just like so, so much going through there. And I remember around, I remember as we continued on the road, I was starting to have sexual fetishes about that moment for some reason. Right. Like I'd be invisible and groping her or something like that, or do something along those terms. Yeah. You would start fantasizing, right. And just yeah, sort of and, taking that, that, that moment and going further with it in your mind and using your creative thoughts. I mean, that's right, normal right. shit. Yeah. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. If you and have an imagination, I'm, that's going to happen. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I use it quite a bit. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's where it's like you're like, I mean, that's where I think first, like, oh, that's like a benefit, right? Like how, but then I, I get where when you talk about how it is 
a curse too because you're getting like horny at all these inappropriate times and it's like and at first it's confusing right because you're super young eventually i guess you realize right you put two and two together and realize what's going on and you figure out where it came from right but i'm like in those younger (laughs) years it's uh embarrassing maybe well uh yeah kind of because i didn't want anybody to just to see it or think I was abnormal or anything like that because yeah. you didn't you didn't want to have uh like weird sexual feelings later when you were like near your parents or anything yeah, like that gross. I mean, yeah because yeah because I remember I could uh, it would happen in church too which is why I always wanted to sit on the outside uh seat on the pews and <laughs> and uh why so you could have, see stuff or just you just yeah. oh okay interesting mm-hmm so I, I remember that. But how, when did you start? Like, did you ever get to the point where you started to like steal your mom's pantyhose, like, and all that kind of stuff? Like, how did it progress for you? Well, um, let me see here. Uh, as I got older and uh, probably into, let me see here. See, I think probably around fifth grade or so um, was really starting to uh, I, I was starting to kind of no, notice them probably a, a little bit more. I think that's where I went puberty early stages of puberty may have been starting to kick in. Yeah. And uh, I can remember uh, <laughs> uh, we had a teacher that uh, later on she got fired for drinking. But I remember one time. Uh, she had these small little liquor bottles in her purse, and I and I saw them one time, and I remember she wore pantyhose. Right. And uh, I, I I remember her that uh, she 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 noticed that I saw them, and she goes, "Oh, you didn't see that? Like, oh. Okay, that's fine." And yeah. then late la- later on, it was reading time, and I remember I had all, all my work done, so it was um, it was a Friday, and everybody else had uh, that didn't get their work done had to get. That were busy get, getting their work done, and I went into the other room and read. And there was a couple other people. And I remember she she came over to me out of my. I remember she was wearing a uh, uh, tan pantyhose, and I remember she 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 knelt down ne- next to me. She was kind of close to me too. I, I was like within like reaching distance to like grab her leg, and I remember saying, "Now don't tell anybody what you saw in my purse, okay?" Right. You and, remember uh, her saying that. I she didn't say it saying, again, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I remember her, her yeah. saying that, and I, I'm like, okay. At the time, I was like, really, uh, uh, I was like on board with that. Okay, okay, that's fine. But I was, if I really wanted to respond to what I was thinking, I'm like, okay, well, maybe we have a little pantyhose fun. Maybe I will keep my mouth shut. <laughs> right. You're thinking maybe she's saying that in a naughty way, kind of, right? Yeah. Uh huh. I, I was thinking that, and and I was kind of. Th- thinking like hmm wonder if she would have done that or not right that's how that's you know people who create porn and you know stories like that would be like a hot story if you take it from there right but that it that it was that she wanted to and then you know i think you're a creative person i don't know what you do for a living but you have the creative side to you because your your imagination goes to those places it's, it it definitely did at an early age, and it mm-hmm. was definitely urged on by yeah 
pantyhose and feet and high heels. Well, listen, when you have those first boners and those, you know, whatever they're sort of connected with, like, you know, like you talk about like that vivid memory you have of like you could see the stitching right in the seams and everything when you're with your babysitter, right? Like it's so powerful that it yeah. creates these kind of connections that get for, you know, they form in you and and look at last your whole life, right? Um, yeah. I think that, you know, that kind of early on stuff definitely, you know, makes a major difference in what you're interested in. And I, that, I think that's how fetishes get formed. Now, it, it's the chicken and the egg situation. Like, and I'm not a therapist. I don't know fucking anything. So I wonder. But like, I wonder if like, you know, if you were predisposed to liking feet and pantyhose and then her sort of putting on them on you created that like and that's how it started or you were just anything that touched your dick was gonna get you harder or touch your arm i don't know and then and it happened to be pantyhose and feet and then you got connected i'm thinking there's a predisposition to it to begin with like some and 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 right i don't know that because it's like she touched your arm right with her foot and her pantyhose so like yeah how could yeah, that turn how does that get your dick hard you know what i mean if well, she did it with a fork would you have gotten hard oh, i don't know pr- probably not i think uh, probably when i saw them up close i think that probably stimulated it so the visual is what first yeah, got the, you hard? The, the, the visual, and to this day, I still like the visual. Um, seeing them, seeing them up, up close like that, I think probably stimulated. I, I think feeling them probably got got me curious. And then when I saw them, um, knowing how they felt and then looking at them there, I think that probably stimulated it all. came it together, all. right. But that's why yeah. I think it's like a predisposition because – I don't know that everybody would be totally turned on by seeing a foot in pantyhose in their face. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like if anyone's listening to this, that's like knows for real, like how, you know, and studied this shit, like, let me know what you say. <laughs> Cause I wonder, <laughs> I've talked to a lot of pantyhose guys. It's one of my most popular topics or if not the most i mean the girl that got gang banged like girls getting gang banged happens to be very popular too but like the pantyhose thing is very um popular and very common and i get a lot of people writing in about it i just don't i know that it's a fetish because it's not across the board right it's not like tits right like every guy that's heterosexual is into tits right yeah but it's not like every guy that's heterosexual is into pantyhose and feet you are right and i just wonder what comes first like i said yeah Uh, i would say yeah i'm tits are nice but yeah it's definitely nice legs pantyhose and feet um now let me and, get back to the whole thing of how far that you took it. Like, did you okay. ever get into? Is it something you know? Because I've heard all different types of stories and all different kind. You know, people are into this in different ways, right? Like, has it always been like you want to see somebody wearing them? Has it ever got into the to, got to the place where you like to wear them yourself? No, 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 no. Okay, I've I've, I've never had an interest in that. Right? I've, yeah, I, yeah. No, that uh, that never has sparked an interest from me. For you, um, it's the woman needs to be wearing yeah, them. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. the, the woman needs to wear them, yes. How old are you now? Oh, I'm in my 40s. Okay, cool. And now are you married? I am. Okay, and now did you, when, let's go back now though to like when you were younger and you first started to like date, right? Did you okay. tell people about 
your fetish and no at, well um at first it was i wanted to kind of get, get to get to know him a, a little bit before i told him there because it was kind of a little well i don't know they'll think i'm a freak or yeah totally i get that yeah mm-hmm. it's kind of I, I was kind of self-conscious about it yeah um but then after a while i would uh kind of be like hey you know what you know what really turns me on be like, yeah, you're like worn or do you have any pantyhose and could you wear them or do something like that and most of and uh, so, some of the women I've dated be kind of like, um, yeah, well, do I have to put them on now? Can I just do it later? I'm like, that's fine, just whenever. But I, I really, I, I would really like it. And I've dated, um, um, let me see here. There's one girl in college that I dated that she didn't mind wearing it. Um, would you like her to she, wear it when you were like actually having sex with her? Well, when we did sexual things together, yes. yeah, uh huh. Um, we, uh, I, I never actually had intercourse with her, but we would, you know, fondle each other and dry hump and other stuff like that. And uh, yeah, she gave me uh, foot jobs, and uh, it was phenomenal. I oh, the foot job—that's creating that initial thing that happened with you. That must be yeah. like the hottest thing for you. Oh my God, that's probably the best. To me, that's better than a blowjob, actual sex, or anything like that. Oh, my like God. That. Every girl, I don't know if every girl thinks like me, but when I hear you saying that, I think to myself, like, wow, I would not mind a guy that's like, just put on some pantyhose and use your feet on my dick, and you never yeah. have to blow me again. Like, it's like that's like hitting the jackpot, finding a guy yeah. like that. I don't know. It's well, so... that, that's, well, that's pretty much it there. And, you know, sometimes you don't even have to rub me, just a hand job as long as I can see your legs crossed or something like that that would that, be good enough for me too right so that I girl mean, was it, down it, with it too right she, she she was down with it yes only only part was she wasn't I was still kind of getting into dating mm-hmm. I was still kind of like discovering about myself and kind of seeing what women that I like and I think after probably a few dates um, I kind of realized that uh, this girl isn't quite for me she was a little weird but she was willing to uh <laughs> She, she was willing to be, to be sexual with pantyhose there. And, and for a while, yeah, that I, I dated her and continued to do that. But then I didn't want her to think that, that, that I was using her. And I guess for a while, maybe I was and didn't quite yeah, realize Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But once you realized that you didn't really like her and there was no yeah. future, you felt a little weird about using her more, right? Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and then after a while there, I was kind of like, yeah, this isn't quite going anywhere. And you know, you're a lovely girl and everything like that. And then after a while, the, uh, the, uh, the being uncomfortable with her kind of, it didn't happen often, but it kind of overcame want her wanting to wear pantyhose. So then you kind of like take what you have and kind of move on with life. Right. Uh huh. And now did you ever have any woman that you told eventually like react in a, a negative way? Oh yeah. Yeah. Really? I had, uh, I'm surprised. I had, uh, well, believe it or not, and yeah, um, I had a, I was, uh, I had a ex-wife. I don't know why hell I didn't marry. I think I, um, when I first started dating my ex-wife, she. This was your first uh, wife. This is my first. Okay, wife. yeah. Um, uh, we were into sex and things like that, and then I asked her if she if she if she'd wear like, no, I really don't like enjoy wearing them there, and then I kind of thought, well, maybe all this kind of get get into her a little bit i'm like no no i I, I really don't want to wear them after a while and then um 
in a way, I kind of feel like I let myself down by accepting that. Like, well, maybe this fetish really is important anyway there. She wants to do other stuff. They're like actual sex. And plus, you know, I don't mind being with her. And yeah, that's time, normal because you probably liked a yeah. lot of other things about her. So you just like, you know, decided to let that go. Right. Because you really I liked I her. Did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then and then we started dating and then she started. She had to work a account, a uh, cash register. Well, not but she. uh she worked over at a uh, department store mm-hmm. and uh, she had to wear pantyhose. I remember that. And I'm like, oh, my God. And all of a sudden that just sparked up, up, up the fetish there. And I'd come in with like a boner when she'd be like getting ready and she'd be wearing pantyhose and wouldn't quite have her skirt on yet or anything. And I'd try to rub up on her. Be like, can we just have a quick? No, no, I, I, I'm, I'm running late. And I'd be like, oh, really? Dang. And I get I get mad and sexually frustrated. And then that's when I come to realize that. uh this fetish is with me for life. I, I just can't ignore it. And I, I, I kind of put it off for a while there, but I remember, uh, here, here's, an, here's another good story. Yeah. Um, we were, I, I was engaged to her and I was probably sexually frustrated, but she had a friend. I forget if she was going to come and, and uh, pick her up from work or if they were going to have like a night out or something. But anyway, she was in the shower getting ready and her friend came in late or maybe uh, my ex-wife was running late. I, f- I forget. But anyway, um, they were uh, she like sat down on the couch there and um, she was kind of flirting with me and everything. And we, we kind of hung out all together, like all three of us before. And she's been kind of flirty and I kind of flirt back and it was just kind of kidding around. But this time she showed up and I remember she was wearing, um, a black pantyhose. And, uh, I think she had been going to J- to J- to uh, work here. And, um, and then she kind of like playfully like sat on my lap and then, uh, she was taking a shower my ex-wife right, was right mm-hmm. and then uh we were she's kind of playfully looking on my lap there and then she's kind of rubbing and rubbing and rubbing and and then she she's like oh i can feel you getting hard there i'm like oh man and then no way then she, the the friend yeah the friend did. Oh. And, and then she, and, and then she quickly got got up and then she went over to the uh to the um uh, door of the uh, bathroom and said you almost ready he's like i'll be done in about 10 minutes and then she ran, ran, ran back over to me she says okay we have 10 minutes we need to do something so um i i, I whipped it out and uh and uh, we just kind of dry humped and uh that that felt pretty damn good too that is a good story how many times have you is that like the one time that you've cheated on your wife or have you done other times no. Uh, that this one. Was, yeah, yeah. This is the only time, and this and we were engaged, and I knew it was wrong. But I think we were. I, I was like so sexually frustrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she would never that, do go there. Yeah, with she you. would never do stuff there. And there was one time we didn't have uh, sex for like two, three months. Mm-hmm. And being in your early twenties when that was going on, I mean, it was horrible. And having this uh, the sexual fetish there of pantyhose, especially when she's wearing them and she has friends wearing them, it's like being on a deserted island or in the middle of a desert with water around you, but you can't drink it. Right. Uh-huh. I mean, <laughs> so- sooner or later, you're going to need to drink. We'll be right back after this quick ad from my sponsor. 
Hey guys, remember the good old days when you were always quote unquote ready to go? Well, now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed with bluechew.com. That's blue, like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, and you could get your first shipment free when you use my promo code strictly. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever you need to be ready. If you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy, and best of all, there's no awkwardness. Right now, I've got a special deal for all my listeners. Just go to bluechew.com and get your first shipment free when you use my special promo code STRICTLY and just pay five bucks for shipping. Again, that's blue, B-L-U-E, chew.com, promo code STRICTLY to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and I thank them for sponsoring my podcast. Oh, and if you're driving and you want to remember the code, don't worry, I'm going to put all the info in the episode notes. Now, back to the show. Well, this is why people listening, women listening or men listening, like if your partner, right, and you're married to someone and they're asked, like, listen, I know that some requests, right, are hard to swallow or maybe difficult to get into or, you know, and I, I get that. But like easy ones like this, right, like put on a pair of pantyhose. I want to see, you know, you should yeah. do that for somebody else, even if you're not into it, you know, because look what could happen, right? Somebody who's, I mean, listen, this is the only time you said you ever sort of strayed, quote unquote, it wasn't even that big of a deal, right? But you know, you're, so I would say you're a non-cheater, right? Like a monogamous guy, you know, even in a monogamous yeah. guy, right? Given, uh, you know, a, a total denial of what he's into is is gonna cause some trouble and he could go do something like that with your fucking friend when you're in the shower, <laughs> you know, which is... uh <laughs> I mean, if she found out about that, she'd be pissed. Um, well, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we ran into other problems. Uh, now she's the ex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just, yeah. my whole point is like, you know, it's this. Heed that warning, people listening. It's like, as yeah. like I said, especially something like this. You weren't asking her to do anything that crazy. You weren't saying, babe, I want you to pee on me when we're having sex. You know what I mean? Like something like that. Yeah. I get that maybe someone's going to say, no, I don't want to do that. What you were asking her was no big deal. Yeah, yeah, I realize that now. Right, and so so she was one of them that was, like, against it. Because I have a lot of people who call in, and, you know, they're, like, they feel like, and I talk about this a lot, they feel like it's, like, a weird fetish, or, you know, they're worried about telling a girl because they don't know how she would sort of feel about it. And I'm always saying, like, why would a girl care? Like, it's not that big of a deal, right? And I'm wondering, because right. you said, no, there have been women. Like, have you had a lot of women sort of react negatively to it besides your ex-wife have there been other stories um not really she's about the only one right and mm -hmm. uh 
And uh, after after years of it, I think she kind of caved in a little bit. And later on, she would be like, okay, I'll wear them for you. But it was like prying teeth from an alligator sometimes. It's like, here, I'll clean the house. I'll fill up your car with gas. I'll do this. I'll do that. And then finally, she would wear them there. But it's kind of like, ah, oh, hurry up. Get this over with. Like, she like really didn't bring in a good mood to really want to. Yeah, um, that's not that's that's like defeating I mean, the whole purpose. Yeah, like, don't yeah. even bother is, them. You're just like you're like dousing the fire here, and after and yeah, maybe she and, wasn't uh, a good actress. She was too real. Like, she really couldn't. She could not suspend reality even for a fucking second and pretend to be interested. Yeah, no kidding. And, right. Uh, yeah, I don't. That's yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's why she's now the ex. But it took me a little while to fi- to figure that out. And uh, now, what about your wife? Now, when did you let her know? Um, I kind of let her know uh, right away. Um, my the ex wife that I was with was. Um, oh, she was. Uh, we we're on the verge of getting a divorce. Mm-hmm. And. Um, Things weren't going good, and there were paper, papers that were about ready to file. And then I, and then I, I met my uh, current wife now, and uh, we were kind of, you know, we, we'd flirt, and then we'd kind of start texting and flirting and texting, and that turns into sexting, and then, then you kind of start to beat around the bush a little bit about, that. Ah, do you like Halloween? What kind of Halloween costumes would you wear? And then, oh, do you? what would you wear with that? And then that would eventually kind of build up to, Oh, would you wear pantyhose or do you have pantyhose? And yeah. And so eventually that, that kind of, that kind of started this and seeing how she was so into that, mm-hmm. uh, really brought my interest over. Cause I was really starving for that kind of attention. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I would, uh, I would, uh, go over to her, to her place there and she'd wear them and uh, away we'd go and yeah it was like every wet dream come true for me you're right and she didn't blink an eye about it it was no big oh, deal no no in fact she, in fact she'd be like i don't really see what, what the big deal is i'm like oh god oh exactly <laughs> yeah because i don't i think the majority of women right would feel that way of course well, you're yeah. never going to be a hundred percent right but no, you know, your ex-wife, I think, isn't in the norm. I think your current wife is more so yeah. because I don't think I know a lot of women. I'm a woman. You know, I just don't think most women would be like horrified by that. I get that, though, because I've had a lot of guys on here that feel like slightly weirded out about you know, the way they feel about pantyhose, you know, they see it differently. Like I could, as an outsider, right, looking in at that kind of fetish, I could say like, it's not that big of a deal. But I think that what happens, like even, especially for you, you've explained it, that you you did spend a lot of years of your life feeling like something was wrong, you know, not really understanding it and right. feeling like bizarre, right? And so I think, and I think that that stays with you on a certain level, right? It does. And then one day you, re- you look at your life and you realize, oh, geez, I'm this old. Why do I need to keep this inside? I'm going to be a little bit more vocal about it, but just be careful who you're vocal to, maybe. And Right. That and, you're like, I don't need this isn't yeah, weird. I could just be uh, yeah, open. I don't want people to think I'm like a pervert or anything like that there. But, yeah, you know, you can kind of joke around about it with friends or do something like that. And mm-hmm. and uh, you can be open and, you know, you only live once. 
Exactly. And how did you find my podcast? Were you like Googling for that subject or were you just a listener for other ones? And then it turns out that you have this. But well, it's kind of an interesting there. I was we were with a group of friends there and they're and and uh, talking about it. and they're like, you know what, you, you, you should you should send that in. But I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. And, and he went ahead and typed in the. Um, your uh, oh, so he was a your, listener. Your friend was yeah, and knew about yeah, it. He, mm-hmm. Well, he 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 knew about it, and then he's like, "Here you go." And uh, he he gave me the email. I'm like, here, why don't you go ahead and type it in? So I went in and found you, and I sent it in that way. Now, is your friend into pantyhose too, or he no. just knows about your thing? Well, if he has, he didn't say anything there. But yeah, they're, that's they're what I'm saying. Yeah. They were pretty intrigued about the babysitter story. Like I said, that's usually a good uh, topic of conversation. Like, yeah, anyone loves, any guy loves a hot babysitter story, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. There you go. It's, you know, it, uh, Listen, it's, I've uh, heard some. I told you, I've heard some that have gone a lot farther that I'm just like, when is this, like, not hot and kind of, like, you know, illegal? Uh, you know, there's, <laughs> been, I've had a lot of those stories on, too, that, but, you know, I don't know. People are into that. Um, so you've been open about some of your stuff. I think it's so fine to be open about your pantyhose fetish with your friends, right? None of your guy friends have acted weird about it, right? Not really. I've gotten teased a little bit about it, but to tell you the truth, it's, I don't know. Um, it's kind of, in my opinion, I think it's better than to be involved in to like, like, like big booze, for example. Let's say you told a woman that, 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 you, that you like big booze, but your woman doesn't think that she has big boobs and exactly. that she doesn't think that she's good enough for you. But, exactly. hey, you should, but she could go out and buy a pair of pantyhose and put them exactly. on for you there and, you know, you'd both be happy. Yeah. Your brain thinks like your brain is very wired the same way mine is. I think you think a lot, you know, you think things through and like yeah. that is, I, I get it. I can but you're that thought exactly is what I've said on my podcast before and it's very true like it's not something that like I said if I've said exactly what you just said maybe with uh-huh. something else but it is that is very true this is something that any woman could have and do so they don't have to feel that's why I think it's like a no big deal thing that you could bring into a relationship and not only that, I see it as a plus, right? Because listen, when you're married for a long time, you're with the same person, right? If your guy has a fetish, right? Those things are typically ingrained and very powerful, right? Look at all your life. It's still all you need is a fucking, you know, a foot on your dick that's wearing a pantyhose and you could, yeah, that's enough yeah. for you that, you know, if you have something like that and your partner is into something like that, like you could keep that sex fresh all this time just going there with the person, you know, and if it's, if all it is is a pair of pantyhose, like fucking do it. Who cares? Sure. Don't be yeah. so tight like your ex-wife, right? And then you won't yeah. be an ex-wife or ex-whatever. I mean, listen, it could go both ways, right? There's all different kinds of fetishes, but whenever... I'm talking about this one. Let me ask you this. Do you have the foot fetish separate or is the foot have to be in a pantyhose? Uh, foot pretty much has to be in the pantyhose. I mean, you, I, you can like go to the beach there and you see women in bikinis and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, that, 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 that's hot, but it's, it's the pantyhose it's thing. Like, so it's not a hard, yeah, yeah, it's not a foot it, fetish. It, it, it's not like driving you crazy hot. 
Right. Because I've heard foot fetish people tell me they like like wrinkly feet, feet that have been in water, smelly feet. Like, you know, that could go in all kinds of different directions. You're like just strictly pantyhose. Let me ask you this. Does it have to be? um, Do you like all kinds? I always found it interesting because a lot of the first pantyhose callers on my show were telling me like they were really into the nude pantyhose. And I was like, oh, those are the most unattractive. Oh, I mean, do you have a preference? Um. I prefer black. You like black, uh huh? I, I like black, yes. And uh, I, I don't know if they wear the control top with the reinforced toe. That that, that, that kind of does it for me too. So control top with the reinforced toe is what you yeah, like. I, I, I don't know. Just kind of like the uh, maybe the darker pattern on the top, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, Who knows? Oh, yeah. And uh, um, let me see. Uh, fishnets are okay. Mm-hmm. I don't mind that. Mm-hmm. Um, tan pantyhose—they're not bad. They're, they're not bad, but 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 they're so tan that you really can't tell that that, that you have them on. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, you may as well not be wearing anything at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I uh, I've kind of like preferred those. The black, yeah. Normally, I hear the nude, and now it's so funny having talked to so many pantyhose guys. Whenever I'm out and about, and I look down and see, I think to, I'm not really good with social media, but I'm always like, I should be taking a picture of this because I'm thinking about my podcast, and I see like a lady in front of me with like regular clothes and these really weird pantyhose and these really weird shoes, and I'm like, is this gonna do it for somebody? You know, does it? Does it for you? Does it have to be the whole package, or is it just the hose? Like, could it be like you know someone that you would never be attracted to but you see the hose um, on her legs or her feet and it does it well um well i'm not into, into old women at all so i mean if, if, if they're like if they're like super old no right um yeah but they have to be you know pretty much adultish or so i mean i remember when i was a kid i always wanted women to touch it i didn't want you know any Buddy, my own age or anything like that. I always wanted women to touch it. Way older, you mean, right? Uh huh. Older women, yes. Uh huh. To to touch it, what? To touch what? To touch my penis. Oh, okay. Uh Boner, yeah. Did you go with a lot, or is that was just your fantasy? Did you have any other older women in your life at that time? Uh, no, I, let me see. No, not really. That was probably tied very much to that babysitter fantasy that you, you know what I mean? Don't you think? Because there you were like very young with an old, that's an older woman. That's an older woman to you. For sure. And, uh, yeah, I was, uh, maybe that's where it started. But yes, I was always, you know, into older women. Plus, you know, women on TV, whenever you'd see them like put on the pantyhose or, walk around in high heels like even if they focus just just on the on the heels out there what what like a famous scene would be like a car pulls up and the door opens up and then the lady steps out uh-huh and you see that and, foot and that yeah, leg come yeah, out see uh-huh. the step come out and then, the, and then the camera slowly goes up and then you see who it is and yeah that like, like scenes like that i always liked i hated it i absolutely hated it whenever i'll be watching a movie and my, and my parents are watching the same movie i am how come that, I, cause I, I don't know. Cause it's like porn to you and you're like weirded out to be watching porn with your parents. It's kind of like watching a sex scene in a movie with your parents. It was like really uncomfortable. Right. Because you were getting turned on. Mm -hmm. I was getting turned on and I hope to God that none of them were. (laughs) Right. Right. Who knows if it's genetic and your dad was, right? I I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know what, you know, if this was normal, if this was. 
was just a me thing or what, but I, I didn't know. Like, I would try to avoid stuff like that. Um, I do remember, um, I remember there were some movies where they would have kind of like foot job scenes under the table. I don't know if you remember, like, Weekend at Bernie's. Mm, I I remember that movie, but I don't remember that okay. scene. Well, I, I I got that movie for Christmas. I remember it was in the VHS form. Is that when the guy dies and they just carry around the dead yeah, guy? Oh my god, hilarious! And they carry him around. They yeah, yeah, like yeah. It's so funny. And he's, yeah, and like he's, he's alive. In the and yeah, yeah they, that's so funny. Well, anyway, there's like a scene on on there um, when uh, he's they're like at a dinner table there, and then the guy's wife he's like cheating on the guy's wife, and the guy's wife like takes her shoes off and starts playing with his crotch under the table there. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I remember I was like, so when I first saw that, I was like stoked. I'm like, I got to get this movie just for this one scene. Finally, I, I, I got the movie for Christmas. And uh, <laughs> and I remember I paused it on that scene like so many times when I was like uh, a kid that as you play it um, through through there, the movie's fine for a while. But then after a while, the, the, it, the tape kind of gets a little squiggly and you can't really see what's going on in that scene anymore because i wore it out oh my god hilarious because <laughs> so many rewind and fast forward rewind yeah, rewind fast forward put in slow motion pause it there and yeah the, the, the tape itself was getting worn out in that part i bet money that after this episode airs i do i put my stuff on youtube too and i get a lot of comments from pantyhose people on there on youtube a lot of people comment on there i bet you anything after you this post and people listen people are going to put some comments and that they know that exact scene and they did the exact thing don't you think i wonder i yeah i probably wasn't the only one yeah because listen the person that put that in was someone that was similarly wired to you i saw uh, just a headline i didn't read it so maybe i'm uh, but i something about like quentin tarantino that he puts a lot of foot he he probably has a foot thing because there's supposedly a lot of stuff like that in his movies i don't know but i mean i think that you know if a director or, or someone doing that movie and they put a scene like that in they have they know like they they put that in there to be hot because they think it's hot, right? Yeah, I'm I'm quite sure. They and there's no way there. you're it's the only one demand. that got that. No way. There other people did for sure. And I bet you you're going to yeah. see the comments. Yeah, yeah, you very well could could be right on that. I don't doubt that a bit. Yeah. Now let me ask you this: Does your wife like? Have you been completely open? Like, does she know for sure? Like, that's like your thing, like for real. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's great. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We first started off her knowing that thing there, and that's pretty much what uh, attracted me to it. And she didn't mind doing it. I'm like, oh, sweet, you're awesome. I'm gonna stay with you forever. But yeah, no. but, and I think that that her being okay with it and you getting a little older like has helped you be just completely o- open about it. And now you're open with your guy friends about it, right? I mean, I think that that's great. Yeah, it's better than yeah, living um, like like a it's secret private. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm kind of particular on who I tell. Like, I don't tell anybody that I work with or anything like that. Of course, but, you shouldn't tell a lot uh, of things to people that you work with. Yeah, come on. Yeah, my Ryan in HR. Um, anyway, yeah. um, uh, just like uh, friends that uh, are okay with it. There's been a few people there where. Um, um, you told and they kind of take it the wrong way. Like, oh my God, you were a victim. You were sexually abused. There's oh, the babysitter. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like, oh my God, you just like totally killed the mood. Like, yeah, because, that, and like that, you said, like sexual abuse. I'm like, no, well, maybe it was, but it wasn't viewed as sudden. Like, oh. 
So I kind of I'm kind of careful on who I tell. Now, yeah, next time I'll give you a couple of episodes for let them listen to see what the real sexual abuse at that age is because I don't know. It's that's a very I want people to chime in on that too. I wonder on that story. It is when I hear all the details, especially and also I think it was very important for you to add in what her personality was like and what kind of kid she was, as well as I think it was very important to understand her age. I mean, you said she's 13 or 14, right? At the time? Yeah, I think. Yeah, she was like nine or 10 years older than me, I think. And Right. So what grade is that? You know, she's really. Oh, she was probably eighth, ninth grade, maybe if I had to guess. Eighth grade is still a little. I don't know. Ninth grade, I was like banging people. So I. I don't know, but like, you know, eighth grade, you know, so you feel older at that time. Like, I don't know. But like, is that I say sixth, seventh grade is still like maybe they're like, you know, doing things that are just out of curiosity, but they don't really know what they're doing. You know, this girl might have. But I don't know, because she never did anything further because she might have just not even known what was going on or just thought it was like funny, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, we don't know. And like what, like whatever. The most important thing is that, you know, it didn't do anything to you. You don't have any, I'm assuming any addiction problems or, you know, cause like I think when really no. hardcore stuff does happen to you and it really is real abuse, like you have symptoms of that later in life, you know? Um, and you didn't view it as that and nothing happened further that I don't, I don't necessarily think that those people are right, but who am I, you know? Yeah. And you, you take it for, for, for what it is. I mean, I, I own it and I'm the one it happened to. So I'm the one who's going to define it. Yeah. No regrets. Right. I have no regrets. Like I said, this is just my experience. I'm not saying that it was right. I don't know. Probably yeah. was an appropriate touch, but this is just with my experience that yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't viewed as a bad thing. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and, uh, later on in life, um, let me see here later on. And I didn't know this. She actually moved back uh-huh. to, uh, to my hometown. And I saw her in the grocery store here a few years ago. And uh, she actually remembered me. Oh no way! <laughs> yeah, yeah, she she remembered me, and uh, we talked. We spoke for a little bit in the grocery store. Like, oh hey, how are you? And how's your family and everything? Like, I'm doing good, doing good. So, what are you doing now? Oh, I'm I'm cutting hair, and I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm pr- pretty good. And like, so do you live around here? And I told her where I lived. And she's like, oh, I just live down the street from you. Like, really? No way. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Did you stay friends with her or just uh, the only contact you um, had with her? Well, uh, my mom is really good friends with their mom uh-huh. still to, to, to this day. Yeah. And uh, she's kind of reminded and they like have coffee like once every few months or so. And they and they talk and that's fine. And I never told my parents for many reasons. One of, of them was course. because at the time, one of them was at the time I thought that, you know, they thought I was groping her, which I guess I was, but I didn't, I myself didn't want to get in trouble. Yeah. Secondly, uh, me being the adolescent mind that I was in at the time, I didn't want her to not babysit anymore because I wanted it to you happen wanted, again to me. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You didn't want to cause any problem. You wanted and, her to come back. Uh, and, and thirdly, um, I think that if my mother did find ever find out, I think it would probably cause some bitterness between her friendship 
and their mom's friendship that they've had even before I was born. So I didn't yeah, want yeah, that yeah, to happen. Because sure. mm-hmm. I really think that she would have taken it the wrong way. Like, oh, gee, oh, my poor baby or whatever. But just for j- just for those sakes there, I just kind of just like left it alone. Right. Mm-hmm. No, I and, think that uh, that was okay. I mean, that was your choice at the time. And, you know. She would have never come back and it could have caused a thing. And it's such a gray area kind of story. It's hard to, you know, (laughs) I don't know, you know, like one mom's going to be like your mom might be horrified. Her mom might be sticking up for her. You know, like I could just get just something that just happened a long time ago. There's really no harm, no foul as far as my end goes. But, you know, considering that she was a wild child at the time, this is like the. I know, Billy Idol era, I guess. And yeah, that was me. I was that same type of person. So I totally understand that girl, you know, in eighth grade, like I said, ninth grade, ninth grade, I was having sex already because I was like that kind of girl. Eighth grade, yeah. would I have done that? I don't think so. But I don't know. Like, I, I don't think so. I don't. I know I wouldn't have. Right. And I definitely think I would have known the difference between a finger and a dick. Right. Like, so, you know, but. Who am I to say? And who cares, right? This, this yeah. is that's not what we're talking about. We're really talking more about your fetish, and we're going <laughs> to wrap it up soon. So I just want to know if there's any other stories you want to tell, because that's what people I feel like listen to these. Okay, all right. Well, let me see. Um, let me did you ever here. get into stealing the, like your mom's pantyhose or anything like that? Or yeah, is it? Yeah, I got into that. Mm-hmm. I did get into. What was really risky here, and I'm really surprised I didn't, never got caught, was that uh, I'd have friends that I thought that their mom was hot, and sometimes they would come home wearing pantyhose. Yeah, uh-huh. and I, I would get I would get kind of creative to like go and go in their drawers and find their pantyhose and. Oh yeah, that's naughty. I've heard yeah. those things. Would you take them and jerk off in them? I've heard people taking jerking off in them and then putting them back. Like, or would you just like sniff them? Would you steal them? Like, what I, would you I, do with I, them? I, yeah, I would. I would actually put All them, them on my. I would actually put the sleeve of my dick there and rub away. Uh-huh. Oh, that's that hilarious. Always, yeah, that was fun. I guess probably, you don't know, being, I, I guess having that kind of risk in there, I guess kind of added to the excitement. Of course. Yeah. It's so, very naughty. Yeah, it was. Um, let me see here. You never got busted, did you? I never got busted. No, there's times I'm kind of curious why I never got busted. There was... Let me see here. There was, let me see, when I was about in 10th grade, uh, we had a uh, student teacher that was uh, taught English, and she was hot as hell, and she'd wear pantyhose, black pantyhose and high heels, and this is probably in the mid-90s, probably 93-ish or uh-huh. so, early 90s maybe, and I remember I would purposely have to, like, like I would purposely uh, make my homework late or mess up on assignment or act up in class just so I could stay after. Right. And, uh, I remember like she would, uh, she would, um, uh, be at the table there. We'd go into some like study room together and be like, okay, now, now this is how you do this. This is what you do that. And I just get a boner just from being with her. Right. And yeah, there's times there. I remember one time, um, it was still, Oh, I think it was like in the fall still. It was still fall there, but it wasn't quite cold enough. I was still wearing shorts, probably shorts and a sweatshirt there. And my dick got hardened and it like actually snuck its way through the the uh, shore part of my shorts. Oh my uh, God, your dick part. is always sneaking its way out. 
Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, how big is your dick? What's that? I mean, is your pick real, dick really big or is it really, it's, I mean, how well, the fuck does it always get out? It's, it's well, full, fully ground and around women and pantyhose. It's about eight inches. Oh, so it is really, that's really, that's super long. I, I think yeah. people say like the average is six to eight, but I would say with white guys, the average is six. Um, eight is, is long, I think. It's yeah. It's if I'm really turned on there, and pantyhose did it there. It right. Yeah, it, 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 it could it, it sneak will, out. <laughs> it, 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 it it snuck out, and it snuck out a few times there. It wants to see what uh, what I'm getting turned on about, maybe. <laughs> right, 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 right. It's hilarious, or maybe it's just too fucking big. I mean, like, come on. That, that did she that ever see too. it? What's that? Did she see that? No, she she didn't see it, but the opportunity, I I. I I was, I was like try, try, trying to, to, to like cover it up or, or push it back, but it felt good. My hand was on I'm like, maybe I could rub one off right here. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So I, I, I was careful about that, that one too. And I purposely dropped my pencil to look at her legs and she, I see she'd like dangle her high heels off of her toes. And Oh, there you go. That. I've heard that story. Yeah. You guys love that. Yeah. Yeah. That definitely gets you. Got me going. Um, let me see here. So it's just like, uh, you know, when you're out in regular day life, it's just like one big porn for you. Right. I mean, like you're, you, it, it can be right. You, you can have oh, days yeah, like that, it, right? It, 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 it absolutely can be. Yes. And it can stay with you throughout the whole day. It's, right. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a food craving. It's like, until you get that food craving there, it, you, you feel you're thinking about it. You want it. And if you can't get it right now, you get kind of grumpy. Oh, I, that's interesting. That's a good way of explaining it. You're good at explaining, yeah. right? That totally gave me sort of a picture into like what goes on with you, that that's where it could be a little bit of the curse thing, right? Because you're yeah. seeing it and you want it, right? But if you can't have it, you're not satisfied. Exactly. And you you have a tough time staying focused. You have a tough time being patient. You have a... Interesting. Uh, if you are able to get it out of your mind, uh, you could, it could very quickly come back unless you keep your mind occupied. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, and sometimes it can come back in full vengeance, and it may be even harder to to not. Let uh, me ask you though: at the end of that day, how do you feed that? Like, how what 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 fixes that? Oh, you got to whack off. You or, go home. You look at porn. You whack off, or you, you think about what you saw on the day, or you have your wife put on some pantyhose. Oh yeah, yeah. I have, have, have her do that too. Mm-hmm. Um, here's here's another good story. If you want to hear another good story? Uh, my wife got drunk one time at a wedding mm-hmm. that was over at her cousin's ha- cousin's place there, and she was wearing um, well, she wasn't wearing pantyhose, but she had them in her purse. Right. Uh huh. And uh, anyway, um, uh, she was drunk, so she was feeling I think kind of frisky, and then she uh, she went to the bathroom put them on and then came and, and then came out. Well, her dad sat down right next to her, you know, mind you, she's directly across from me Yeah. and her dad is sitting next to her and we're on a the table there where the, the, uh, uh, well, the tablecloths are along. Like at some, like, I don't, I don't know what, like uh, Ramada Inn or something like that or wherever it was at. Yeah. And, uh, anyway, um, she went ahead and, t- and took her foot off. I could feel her foot start rubbing up against her crotch. I knew immediately that, that that's what it was. And she's carrying on a conversation with her dad. Like nothing's happening underneath the table there while she's jerking me off with her feet. Oh, no way. Yeah. And, uh, I'm, uh, and so anyway, just seeing her do that and act like that, nothing bad is happening. 
right. uh, was kind of a turn on. Plus, everybody else is going on around you, too. There. Plus, there's other women wearing pantyhose as well. Yeah, so, but that's a little bit exhibitionist, kind yeah, of. Yeah, no right? kidding. No, no kidding. And uh, and eventually, I just went ahead and just blew, and I really blew. And uh, she's like, she's like jerking me as I'm blowing there, and uh, she kind of smiles and winks there. And eventually, after I finish there, she uh, she. Uh, she asked her dad for a napkin, and then she. Oh and, my god! And she just like wipes off her legs right in front, front of her dad, as uh, as she pretends like nothing happened. And her dad had no idea. Oh my god! How long ago was this? Oh, it was probably like five years ago or so. Wow, that is a very good story. We could end on that one because that was a great story. That and your baby, <laughs> like seriously, like that's very naughty, very hot, right? I mean. Yeah. That's yeah, like, yeah. Uh, that's uh, good for, that's why she's still your wife, not your ex. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's she's wonderful. Yeah, there you and, go. Uh, and uh, I'm always wanted to get a threesome pantyhose foot job someday. So I think some, I think she's uh, into that. She says she is sometimes. It just hasn't happened yet. But she's open to it? She can be. It just kind of depends on if the mood hits her right. I, I know that whenever she's like happy or we're on vacation or or something like that, I know that she's more open to such stuff. Plus, alcohol also plays a role in it, too. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, but you brought always, it up and she's been down. It's been brought up and be like, I don't know. We'll have to kind of see there. We'll we'll see how I feel there. And who, who else would we get? I'm like, I don't know. But yeah, Somebody, you listen, that you have to like you have to talk that one out because, you know, yeah. I, I would have a lot of questions, too. But I feel like if it was done in the right way, she seems like she'd probably be open to it. But she just probably wants to make sure that it would be done in a way that she's comfortable. She want, yeah, she probably wants to make sure. Plus, if it was with any of her close friends there, it might feel awkward for her and close friends. So I don't know. If that'd she's be like, where are we going to find the person? There. Are we getting a hooker? Are we going to like, a, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's a weird like, are we going to some seedy hotel? Like, you know, there's a lot that goes in with that but it's 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 really super cool that she is oh she didn't shut you down right she's kind of no, open she, to it you got to just get all the details and really talk it out yeah yeah and she did and uh it, it, like i said it just kind of depends on just, just just the mood that she's in on uh, what you're gonna do so hopefully maybe it'll happen let's hope yeah, well, keep me posted. Good luck with that. I think that that's something that actually can happen because she seems kind of into it. You know, she's open to it. Um, and I don't think that, that that's like a, a threesome. I've never heard of that, but like a threesome in that kind of situation, you know, with some no. people, that's, that's not a hard thing to, I think, get a woman to agree to that kind of threesome, you know? You've already yeah. got the go ahead. You just need to like I said, get the details. But if that ever happens, let me know and we'll have you back on to talk about it. It was like, you know, people would love that story too. Okay. I, I have a few more there, but if we're out of time there, maybe you can do it another broad. What other stories? Uh, let me see here. Um, uh, this is another college story. Um, happened at uh, Halloween time. Mm-hmm. And uh, one thing that's great about Halloween is that women. Oh yeah. Forget it. Yeah, they let themselves go, which I think is a fucking awesome. Uh-huh. Absolutely awesome. I love that holiday. Right. Don't get me wrong, Christmas is great, but yeah, I, I, I love Halloween. We always have Halloween parties at our house there, and I kind of have it there so that we can, so that women will show up wearing them. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I was in college there, and we just came back from the bars there on the Halloween party, and um, 
anyway, uh, I'm I'm friends with these uh, with these two girls. They're not horrible, but they're not bad, yeah. per se. And anyway, um, they're uh, um, one of them is is wearing is wearing pantyhose. And so anyway, uh, we're like uh, we're, we're just kind of like laying down, and uh, we're watching movie. We're, we're watching Night at the Roxbury. I remember that. Remember yeah. that movie? Yeah. Uh huh. Okay, so anyway, we're, we're watching Night at the Roxbury, and then, um, and I just kind of like lay down, and uh, she lays down ne- next to me with her feet, is is kind of like towards my stomach. Well, me being the drunken state and horny state that I was, and the uh, me being my early 20s there, I, of course, got a boner. Yeah. And, uh, of course, it snuck out of my pants again there, and um, I, I kind of like, like gently kind of sneak up o- o- over to her just a little bit just uh see if anything ha- happened there and she, she she looks down and sees it there and she and then she starts laughing he's like oh my god what are you doing there and, I, and then all of a sudden i feel embarrassed like i'm like i'm like oh no i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry and then she's like you really have your dick out holy shit like why are you so turned on and then i was drunk so I, then i kind of exposed I'm like oh you're wearing pantyhose that's that's what's what's do, doing it for me uh-huh. like, seriously pantyhose that's it i'm like that's it it's like really it's like yeah it's like you want me to finish you off maybe or something like that and like really it's like yeah i've never seen a dick come before right and okay. she's like okay well, well what do you want me to do so she like kind of like sat down and i like kind of like uh humped her uh knees and thighs and calves there and just kind of like guided her feet on it and had her jerk me off and then um then i when i told her it was coming there she like really pay, p- paid attention to it and as it came there she's like oh my god whoa whoa oh wow holy shit and <laughs> doing that like, like, like she was laughing like oh my god it's like is that it i'm like yeah I'm like is that supposed to happen I'm like yeah that's what happens oh my god hilarious that's what you, I, how old was she Oh, we were probably like 21 or so. Oh, 21, okay. right, right. So she was a little bit young. Yeah, we, we right. were in the bars there and we came back. But yeah, she was open to it. And then, and, and then, then like later on, she's like, I was okay with what we did, but let's just not tell anybody. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's typical at that age. That makes sense. Yeah. The story I want to hear next, okay, we're going to wrap it up now, but is when you... Uh, have the the foot the pantyhose threesome with your wife that's what i want to hear about because that i've never heard of but like that would be good so get on that okay all right i'll get on that and as soon as it happens there i'll uh i'll you're gonna come back in and give me that story yeah for sure there you go there you go all right awesome thanks so much for calling in these are like pantyhose episodes are the most uh listened to so i always uh I'm always happy when someone calls in and tells their new pantyhose story because each one is slightly different. But I I think that, you know, people like to hear people talk about like hear people that are similar to them, you know, and what I always get is like people saying, oh, this person had some I had so much in common with them, but I have maybe something different, you know, but I I, so I think it's it's good to have these stories out there because a lot of people will listen to them and be able to relate. Yeah, yeah, that's probably more of us out there than you think. No, I know <laughs> at this point that there are. So, but you'll you'll see when you see how many people listen. So, anyway, thanks so much for calling in, Mitch. Is that what we called you, Mitch? Yes. Okay. Thanks, Mitch. Thanks for calling in. No problem. Good luck with your threesome. I'll, bye. I'll keep you posted. Okay. <laughs> bye. Yep. Bye. bye. Do you have? 
have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.